This is Glistening Particles, and I'm Jane, your host. I like to hear inspiring stories for people that I barely know and share them with you, and that's what we do here. I never know how it's going to go. I never know what they're going to say, but it's always a good story. Before we get started, I want to take a moment to thank you for listening. I'd love to start connecting with you, my listeners. If you'd like to share your thoughts about this episode or any of the episodes, watch for posts for each of them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I can imagine the energy of connecting over these inspiring people's stories. I mean, maybe, just maybe, you have the same passion, or maybe you've been wanting to talk to someone with this thing going on. Yes, we need to talk. Come find me. In this episode, I'm talking with Natalie and Courtney. They go by Nat and Corky, and they are the genius talent behind these amazing stories that they're writing and illustrating about children. The stories themselves have a magic about them. They're fantasy in a way, and they're inspiring. And as you read them and understand them, you realize they're based on real children with real struggles. And you'll find, I think, pretty quickly that they're two amazing ladies. Here they are. Hey, listeners, today I am going to be tested because I have two people on the other end and you know how well I do that, but this is already super fun. We've been talking for 15 minutes for the first time ever and I'm so excited. (laughs) So today I have with me Natalie and Courtney who go by Nat and Corky and do some really cool things. So hi, ladies. How are you? Hello. Hi. We're that, great. Good. So that was the most formal part of the entire conversation from here on out. It's just like we were before we got in. <laughs> so before we talk about everything that we're going to talk about, let's start with, we had a really cool realization. We actually, I grew up in between the two of them. Um, Natalie lives in Milwaukee area and Courtney lives in uh, just over the Illinois border-ish, right, near Chicago a little bit. And I grew up right in the middle of them, and I actually am pretty close to them right now because I'm in Madison. So we're all, like, really close. We could have actually done this in person. We're connected, we yes. And we might see each other this weekend, which I'm so excited about. <laughs> we'll end up on the news. It'll be great. It's I fine. Mean, oh, can we? That would be so awesome. That would be, like, <laughs> epic birthday fodder, you know, to be able to go, yeah, remember that year when this happened? That'd be the best birthday ever so far. Let's do it. Let's do it. Glistening particles around Milwaukee. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we have to figure this out. Anyway, so on with. Let's tell people what you do because it's so 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 amazing. I've been following you on Instagram, and the story. You know, I'm a story lover and storyteller, so I just love the work that you do. So why don't you tell us about it? Great. So we we write. This is the tagline, I guess. Yeah. Universal and diverse stories about children everywhere. Mm is the, mm. the basics of it. 
Um, but, but that's what we do. Mm-hmm. We uh, we have a website where kids can go with their parents with the, yeah. and fill out our questions. And then from there, we sort through some of the answers and uh, set up an interview with the child. And from there, just really get to know them, their spirits, mm-hmm. um, and let them tell their story. And usually whatever comes from there comes from them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that makes sense. Wow. Okay. Yeah. How did you even begin this? How did this start? Well, <laughs> you want so to share? Is, yeah. It's so I, I'm a writer. I work inside an agency for a pharmaceutical company. Mm-hmm. And Natalie's husband is my boss. Oh, so, okay. yeah. Yeah. Um, so we met actually through work. She came in for, I was working there. I don't know how I ended up there. I originally worked. Neither do I. I don't. I'm still there. I, right. She's still there. And um, well, I, I'm an art therapist. So I was working in the field of art therapy for over a decade, but to make ends meet, um, mm-hmm. my husband uh, had a little position open there. Mm-hmm. And so I went to work in the basement of a pharmaceutical company. Which is awesome. It's amazing. <laughs> and I can't really believe that. It's, it's, that's okay. But I met this creative soul and right. I got to hear her stories and see her work. And it was just one of those things where- Well, let's back it up. Okay. I, Steve, my <laughs> boss, was like, oh yeah, no, Natalie, Natalie's an artist. And I was like, oh. So I ran over to her cubicle and I was like, listen, First of all, I can't believe I was in a cubicle. You were in a cube. I was. I was still in. Okay. (laughs) So I ran over to her cubicle and I was like, show me, what what is this? Show me some of your stuff. So she pulled up her website and I was like, are you, you paint that? That is coming out of you? That's coming out of your hands and your head? I mean, it's beautiful. That's very kind. Beautiful watercolorings. And she was like, yes. She's very shy and humble. I was like, you need to put this up on the walls around here. You need to let people know that this is what you do. Yeah. Um, yeah. But she's got cards and all, you know, where, where Walmart, Trader Joe, Amazon. Yeah. yeah. Um, wow. The perfect introverted, you know, behind the scenes, the arts out there, but it needed a voice. Beautiful for stuff. Sure. So, so we, I just, we, I was like, you're awesome. That's really beautiful stuff. And we, you know, worked together for a little while and would, have little conversations in the cubicle of how we really love being in cubicles. Yeah, but we didn't really collaborate. <laughs> we, we would go to lunch, be like, we really, you're really, really good. Like you're really creative. This, this is great. This is really great. So, yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then Steve, her husband, was like, I need to get you two together because Natalie has these characters. She's got all this stuff in her head, but she's not a writer. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm an innate introvert. So I have all these ideas in my head, but to bring them to fruition is the struggle for me. Mm-hmm. And so my husband was like, that's it. We're going to Courtney's house. You're going to think of three characters. You're going to give those to her and we're going to see what happens. So, <gasps> Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like who doesn't yeah. dream of that? I mean, I like, all the time, uh, like all the time. I'll, I'll never forget the morning after when she called with words. The first time I was standing in our the kitchen of our old house and I just started sobbing Aww. because it was the first time that the little quirky characters had a voice and it was the perfect voice. So well, I will say, I told her, I was like, listen, I will, you just monologue. Tell me a monologue. Talk about these characters. Let's pour some rosé in my backyard <laughs> and let's talk. So she talked and I grabbed my computer and just started writing down um, things. Mm-hmm. And I was so nervous. And I was like, all right, here's the deal. I will send you stuff 
tomorrow. I'll send it tomorrow. It's fresh. Let's just do it. And here's the thing. If you hate it, we can still love <laughs> each other. Right. We don't have to. Might be a little awkward, but yeah, it's it'll fine. Be weird because your husband's my boss. And that yeah, that, uh, that really puts a thorn in things. So it's fine. He's all right. I didn't sleep at all. I sent over three little stories and hardly slept and then waited for her to call. And she was like, hello? I was like, oh, I'm you. It's okay. <laughs> it worked out. <laughs> so there's the sort of the, the birth of yeah, it. Yeah, it's yeah. the birth. Wait, but, wait, wait. So, when, when was this? How long ago was this? One year. One year. Okay. Just oh, one, one year. year. Oh, my God. I'm like, actually, I don't, you can't see it probably, but I'm actually tearing up from that story. Like, just, just, I totally get that of the idea when you have this, like, this thing in your soul that you want to share out and you don't know how to get it out out to people mm-hmm. and someone actually fully sees it you know mm-hmm. brings it that's what i uh, tell her all the time that she brought so i write and you know, i write for corporate america which isn't the most glamorous thing and before that i wrote a bunch of plays and had a whole creative life that was very different mm-hmm. and i swear i said god brought you to me he did Aww. because Aww. all this stuff was inside and when she came i, I showed my mom i go mom Look at this art, this artist. I write words for her. And my mom goes, Why does she want to work with you? You're such a jerk. Oh. She's like, Wow, she's super talented. I said, I know. No, I, I feel I, I honestly feel I met my creative soul sister because you can have something inside of you, but I couldn't bring it out. I mean, I've been toiling at this for years and years and years, and it wasn't until Courtney that it exploded, you know, the fireworks went off. So oh. it's nothing without my little creative soul sister. Oh, <laughs> I love this story. It's a good, but oh. the blog is its own story in yeah. of itself, which is what is actually being um, published, has its own life mm-hmm. and story. Yeah, and that started a, a differently. So, you know, we had met and we're like, okay, great. Let's your, do this. My words match your art. Your art matches my words. And I've we're, got art. We're in love. You have paint. <laughs> I have paper. What are we doing? So we wanted to create a following or just somehow. I had never been on social media, by the way. I was like uh, anti-social media. Mm-hmm. So this whole past year, I've been like a social media maven. You've been really good at it. I really even know mm-hmm. Twitter. You're kind of like a marketing queen. Kind of figuring wow. out what's really good. But, but, um, I might need you. So just no, that, put that on the side for me. Okay. No. Um. <laughs> But we, uh, our approach was, you know, why don't we go find stories through people who have to tell them, which are little kids. So we put up a website and just started locally and was like, hey, if you have a kid who you think is awesome, mm-hmm. fill out our questions and we'll look through it and you could be the next Nat and Corky story and illustration. So really that's where this whole book series started from, mm-hmm. was just this idea to um, start honor. a blog and start writing and honor kids. Yeah, honor these little spirits who right. are our future and just have so much to share, you know, and we can all learn. And at the soul, even though they're children, the message is totally universal, which is what we love. It mm-hmm. reaches all ages. So so you're really, I mean, you really started as just giving kids a way to connect and tell their mm-hmm. stories and share their stories and then connect people. So it's not like this was some sort of like, how can we make lots of money doing this? It was really about just, you can now, like just being able to express your art and your words and then and connect share people. stories. Right. Yep. Yeah. And really, I mean, for, for me, it's always like, you might think the story is one thing, right? But then when you sit down with somebody mm-hmm. like we're doing today, Jane, you realize mm-hmm. When you get a chance to talk to somebody and hear, ask them questions that perhaps they've never been asked before, 
something comes out that is story worthy that can transcend everyone, you Mm -hmm. know? Yes. Um, and that's, I think the joy for, for us is just pulling the spirit of that kid out and sharing it with the world and having the world be like, Oh, that's me. Or seeing yourself mm-hmm. in someone else's story. Right. Um, I think it's really powerful, especially in today's world, especially in today's world. And we're touching on really heavy topics, mm-hmm. you know, um, and struggles, but you wouldn't know it in the way that Courtney writes and the approach and the art is so whimsical. Mm-hmm. But at the very end, I mean, when you read about the real child and what the situation is, it's just, really heavy, powerful stuff that, you know, we come at it in such a light way that it hits you on a deeper level that you don't even, I think, realize. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, What you just said, uh, Courtney, about how you start asking the questions and you hear the story in a new way or things you didn't expect. I feel like that is exactly describing this moment, you know, being with the two of you, you know what I mean? It's, uh, I mean, I have goosebumps. Every, I've had like goosebumps for the last, what, 20 minutes. <laughs> uh, but it's it's just so incredible when people are willing to open up themselves and really be fully seen and share what they're going through. And then you are able to capture that. It's, ah, uh, uh, I'm so excited for what you're doing. So, and last month you did something in conjunction with the diet, Juvenile Diabetes Month. Was that right? Yeah. yeah. Type 1 diabetes. Right. Um, we focused on three kids. We actually have one more, Thomas, that's coming up um, in the next couple of weeks here. He'll be featured throughout our our social accounts. But, yeah, it, um, November is Diabetes Awareness Month. Mm-hmm. Um, and what we wanted to do is just, again, honor those kids and just say, like, okay, type 1 diabetes is not – if you have type 1 di- diabetes, you shouldn't be defined by that. You know, right. and if you're reading about this kid – and at the end of that story, you see a little blurb or their bio. And in that bio, you go, oh, that kid has type 1 diabetes. Mm-hmm. I would never think that or know that. Or perhaps if you don't know anything about type 1 diabetes, you'll you'll catch on. I think just spreading general awareness mm-hmm. about uh, what it's like to be a family who has to constantly think about a life-threatening situation for their child every mm-hmm. day. Um mm-hmm. And changing some of the stigma about type 1 diabetes. It's not a lifestyle disease. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not something that's curable yet. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in these kids from a, year, a very young age, it can be diagnosed at any time, but a lot of kids, I mean, they're six years old when they're diagnosed. Mm-hmm. So trying to <laughs> navigate, the world, navigate yeah. that and ensure that they can still run and play and be free, but um, understand you know, the complications that can happen if they, they don't track their, their blood sugar. Mm-hmm. And just there's, and you know, the way you write and the way they speak their how strong their spirits are. Yeah, right. You wouldn't know. They just grab life and go. And I just think it's such a powerful message. It's like you yeah, said, like Ryan is, um, he was the first child we did and he plays basketball, lacrosse. Mm-hmm. Football. I mean, he's a, he described himself as a savage beast, mm-hmm. you know, oh, and um, love that's that. A, the, the name of his story is Ryan the Savage Beast, and he's like, nothing, mm-hmm. nothing stops me. Nothing will. Um, I just happen to have type 1 diabetes, mm-hmm. you know, and then that's his spirit. So we kind of captured that. Mm-hmm. But then um, Kylie, she's super creative. She wants to save the world. She loves you know, Harry Potter and <laughs> magic. And when you sit down with a kid, it's just that entire spirit is something that's, it's universal in all of us, mm-hmm. right? Like, Ryan is this crazy athletic maniac kid, and Kyle is this sweet, 
she what she wants she said I want to be a person who takes care of the fish in the big tanks. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then Thomas is seven uh-huh. and he loves candy. Candy. Sure. <laughs> candy. And I wish I had a genie. You know, just and what kid doesn't, you know, but then like you said, <laughs> when the story's all done and you realize who it was about and realize what they're dealing with, it just hits you and it creates a whole nother conversation, you know, right. to yeah. be had, which is so powerful. So you don't tell that part of it till the end. I like, think that's how we're designing the books. I yeah. mean, yeah. So it's it's you know the story fully illustrated, and then at the end you see the picture of the actual kid mm-hmm. and a little bio that tells you about them and what where it was inspired from. Mm-hmm. What I think you know? is fun about that is the way that Natalie paints. It's mm-hmm. it's got this quirkiness to it, but I. I have a friend. Okay, so Heather, my friend Heather, uh-huh. she's a scuba freak. She scuba dives everywhere. She's awesome. Um, actually, Books Del Sur is her business. Mm-hmm. She um, brings books in, authentic books in from South America to classrooms in America so that when a child um, is dual language, they uh-huh. have access to books Oops. where the translations are, you know, correct. It's in their language. Yeah. It's in their language, um, you mean? Yeah. Yep. Okay. But she is a scuba diver. And Natalie had painted this picture actually of her son in, in his spirit with goggles on, giant <laughs> goggles. And uh, my friend Heather said, oh, look, that's me. Yeah. A 42-year-old woman saw yeah. herself in Jack's story. So it's that's the power of art, I think, in general. Mm-hmm. Your words and images, you it's so subjective and you get lost. But uh-huh. at the core, if the message is relatable, that's the power, you know. Well, and don't you love when you get to see, when you see yourself in kids? Because I think well, we all have that within us and we, we get so grown up and, you know, busy and we forget that that really exists within us. And when I see myself acting mostly like a kid, I'm like, all right, I've got this figured out. I've totally got this figured out. Yeah. Kids are my favorite things ever. Yeah. I, right. Yeah. But I, I, when there's nothing I enjoy more than sitting with a kid and hearing what they have to say because Courtney. I think they are the smartest, most wonderful, untouched, glorious little maniacs on the earth. But see, <laughs> but see Courtney being who Courtney is, uh-huh. I don't know that just anybody can interview a child and pull out right. from them what Courtney does. She truly will send me this little blurb of a small conversation that she had with the child. And I'm sobbing before I even make it to question two, but it's just something she pulls from these kids. It's mm-hmm. it's like magic. And then the words come from it, and it's just, it's a gift. I don't know that anybody, not anybody could just do that. They're yeah. Right. Kids are a gift. They Way are. Way to go. Mm-hmm. And, not, and not everybody can. I think you have, you're exactly right, though. There's mm-hmm. something about being so safe and so mm-hmm. open to receiving their story, and they exactly. sense that. You know, there's yep. no judgment. There's no... You know, and there's you, you obviously, Courtney, carry a huge amount of delight in your spirit. And that I think they pick that up. Yeah. And humor goes such so whatever a long your way. mom said, whatever your mom said. Yeah. Well, my mom is very humorous. She's very <laughs> a little dry. She's a little dry. Her and my dad. Can make She's very aggressive. It's great. She's aggressive. Yes. They just say it like it is. <laughs> It adds character. Or it, Bill's character. I think adds, it made us both oversensitive. Yeah, we are a little touchy. Oh, yeah, me too. I'm, I'm right That's there. Right. We're going to have so much fun. I can't even believe this is going to happen. 
And then we'll cry about it later. It's fine. Yeah. It's <laughs> it is. It's both of those things. Like I've been laughing and in tears already and, you know, again, 30 <laughs> minutes. So um, the other thing that drew me to your site, actually, my I, I have to totally give a shout out to my social media person, Chani. She's my virtual okay. assistant. She's awesome. So when I said... You, you, you said you do social media really well. I'm like, I could use you. I'm like, wait, wait, I have Chani. She's amazing, but it would be fun to collaborate with more people. So that's what I meant. But uh, yeah. but the other reason that you really spoke to me, just aside from the quality and beauty of your work, is that my own son has a disability. So he has something called aniridia. And okay. so he was born without irises. So the part that goes and blocks light and like, mm-hmm. you know, so so he has dark glasses and a hat on all the time. And he's he just turned 16. And the good news of this story is um, aniridia is a, spe- a scale. So he's on the high-functioning end of it. He has, his vision is 2080, best-case scenario. And he's actually going to be able to drive, which is really, really saying, exciting. Oh. Is, he, is he working on getting his license yes. right now? In fact, um, wow. yes. And he's it's it's actually wow. this like most exciting, fun challenge because oh. um, I'm sort of a – I love solving problems and looking at things yeah. in new ways. And so just raising him has been – a constant challenge of looking for how to overcome obstacles, you know, but yeah. um, my goal all along has been to try to make him understand not to be a victim and not to be like, he can't do what he, anything he wants to do. A lot of the, the kids that we talk with who have um, special needs or challenges or disabilities, um, the support of their parents, their mm-hmm. family, their friends, their community, that is, that is the warrior tribes. You yeah, know, it that is, is so I'm I'm sure that as much as you are proud of him, he's mm-hmm. proud of you. For well, yeah, I mean it, it is. It's all there's so many people. The school, like the the doctor that he sees, the specialist is like, okay, I need you and Joe to come and talk at my conferences because the way you've advocated and his school has stepped up and done all these amazing things is you know really unique. And part of it is just being in there and helping them understand. Like I bought the goggles that show them what his vision is like in the classroom right. so that they can understand. Right. What it what he's seeing and all that kind of stuff. I mean, it's not like his days are easy. So it's it's a challenge at school right now because he has to, you know, he can't see the board. So he has to have a special thing that brings a smart board to his laptop. So in, in at his desk he's got an iPad showing him the smart board, a laptop to do his work because he can't see his own handwriting to write. Wow. Right. So um, he has to use a laptop because, you know, then he can see it on the screen in really big letters and everything. And everything he's looking at, he's scrolling back and forth because it won't fit. Um, so, you know, his days are like, when you think of any kid in high school, it's hard times, right? It's tough. Mm -hmm. And then Mm -hmm. he's just got this two or three layers of complexity on it. And some days, you know, he's tired and crabby at the end of the day. And and then I look, but I'm like, you know, quit being a teenager, quit being such a crap. And I'm like, oh, wait, wait, he'll remind me. He's like, mom, you know, an extra layer. And so I give him leeway on the one hand, but then on the other hand, I'm like, you, you know, to to do what you want to do in life, you have to keep going after it. And and I know he's got it in him, but um, yeah, it's wow. so. I thought I when I saw your stories, I could totally see a story with you know glasses and a cap and all that stuff. Uh, he done <laughs> one of our um, yeah the first stories, and so we have sixteen books, and the first four um, are coming. So it's coming out in a series: four, 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 and four. Oh, That's nice. sixteen. That is sixteen. Good job. <laughs> She did math. math out loud really on video. Really wow. That's I'm, impressive. I'm exhausted. Yeah. But um, <laughs> take a nap. It's okay. One of the stories is Will It? Okay. Um, about William Barr, who just started high school. Um, and he, I always say this syndrome wrong. He has Bardet 
beetle syndrome, okay. which uh, re- causes uh, degener- uh, macular degeneration. Oh, gotcha. Okay. And eventually renders these children blind. So he last year was in eighth grade. And again, another one of those situations where you like, okay, he, he filled out our, our questionnaire mm-hmm. and it's hysterical. Like some of the funniest answers ever. Like I want to meet Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. Like, really random, wonderful, quirky stuff. I was like, I gotta, I gotta talk to this kid. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> I knew that he had, uh, that he would eventually be blind. I know his mother. Mm-hmm. So um, I knew that he had these issues, but I didn't want to interview him and make that the thing. Mm-hmm. I wanted to just talk to him and see what he had to say. See, that's the gift. That's right, the gift. right. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, we're going through our interview and just right in the middle, mm-hmm. he says, you know, I'm going to be blind. <laughs> and I said, I do know that. I said, you know, I know your mother. So she, she had told me that, Will. And I said, do, did you want to talk about that? He's like, well, you know, I have a cane and I'm learning Braille and uh, I'm going to be a chef. So that's going to be, you know, he just was like, just so you know, that's part of the drill. I I'm walking with a cane. Um, and then I said, well, the way that you like to uh, do Kung Fu, maybe you should get a sword on the end of the cane and you could like get a little (laughs) twisty cap and just, you know, be on guard. He's like, I think I should, (laughs) you know, the whole conversation turned into that. Like his whole spirit was just about, I'm going to do it all. You know, I'm going to will it into existence. I'm going to win a baking competition. I'm going to be a chef. Uh, If Michael Jordan tried to challenge me, I'm pretty sure I could like kill it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Just you better get out there and do it. Just no fear. And, Uh, you know, attacking life in a way that everybody should. Everybody should. If everybody talked to Will each morning, we'd go and get it. We mean, it would be like, I would have Yeah, going for it. No nerves, no nervous Natalie yeah. after talking to Will, but but his <laughs> his story is 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 one of that. Just mm-hmm. like you know, what's the worst thing that could happen? He says, you know, and the worst thing that could happen is that it's too late, mm-hmm. and that's true for all of us, right? right. Just right. I mean, we're scared to death. Yeah, you know, and I, we don't know what the heck we're doing. No, we're, we're just... jumping into publishing. We're doing all this stuff, but we're like, whatever. Well, we're doing it. <laughs> Because I can't back out. If you back out, there's a, I mean, we're so going. we're going. We don't know what's right or wrong. No, we just don't. We're doing what we're I've doing. I've tripped a couple times. It's fine. She has fallen yeah. in the how, middle of How was that? Horrible. My what do you mean? Fell. Just like, clumsy. Oh, literally clumsy. fell on your Yeah. Head. I've like, done that too. So it's yeah. all, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she falls a lot. I, yeah, I do. It's all, it's all part of it. It's yeah. all part uh, of being creative or in, in a, right. or in, in your own head. <laughs> just just <laughs> up in your head. Right. Yeah. So yeah. aside from Willet, what's another story that just really sticks out with you? Or do they all, are they all just owning you like in such big ways? I have a couple of favorites, obviously. Everything she sends me, I, I, I always tell my husband, I'm like, well, now, now what do I do? I have another new favorite and I can't stop crying. <laughs> and then I'm laughing. Um, but I think one of the first ones for me that just, I think anybody can relate on any level, whatever topic is Addison the light catcher. Yeah, the light that catcher. one I cry every time. Wow. Do you want to share what? Sure. You wrote Addison? Yeah. Sure. So it, Addison, the light catcher. And I think you, when you, Jane, were talking about advocacy and how, you know, you go in and you showed people like, here's what it looks like when my son tries to, you know, mm-hmm. write a sentence. This is his perspective. I think um, walking in other people's shoes is the, the surest way to just kind of get to the heart of kindness, you know, mm-hmm. and understanding. Mm-hmm. 
but with Addison the Lightcatcher, there's this there's this little boy, Asher Nash, and he I, I believe, and I'm probably getting this wrong, he's one of the first um, models with Down syndrome. He was 17 months old. He did the Ashkash Bagash ad. Oh, yeah. okay. Um, so he uh, they chose him for I think their fall campaign or something, and um, I was just really drawn to his story. So I reached out to his mother and I said, you know. I'd like to just, just talk with you. I know Asher has a big sister Mm -hmm. and just wondering, you know, if we might uh, do a story, not sure what the story is, but I wanted to talk with you about your kids, about, um, what it's like for her as a seven, eight year old, uh, sister, big sister of a little brother who, you know, has Down syndrome, who, who has to be an advocate for her brother and, um, all that, all that stuff. So, after speaking with her and um, having uh, Addison answer some questions, mm-hmm. you know, you go back and I never know. I, don't, I really, I have no idea what the story is. I really don't. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it makes me panic because you're yeah. like, oh, my God, I just talked to these people and I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I know that feeling. I know that you know, feeling. And then the magic like, happens and it's like, oh. I think the nerves are right before the magic happens. Oh, it's happens. a constant yeah. panic. It's just like yeah. a panic and then <clears throat> the evolution. And also just that inner um, monologue of doubt. I'm like, am I going to give Honor this. this child? Am I going to give this justice? Am I going mm-hmm. to, you don't want to be too preacher. You don't want to, I'm like, what is the story? What, it just, ah. Yeah, yeah. Courtney mm-hmm. and I always said when we started this too, is you wanted to reach people without smacking them over the head with it. Right. You, know? you don't want so, to push it because once you push right, it, no. it's not so real. So you really yeah. walk that razor's edge of speaking about it without talking about it. Talking about it. And, and it's a hard balance mm-hmm. to do. And yeah. also writing a story that's universal enough for for everybody. Mm-hmm. Everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, so what came of that is Addison the Lightcatcher, which is just a story of um, a little girl. And when her brother is born, there's a light that um, just, it, it's afraid, it's bouncing around, and she runs around trying to catch it. She's a light catcher, and she mm-hmm. says, she's coaxing the light and telling the light not to be afraid, that she'll share it with the world, that the light has great things, and um, eventually, you know, she chases it out through the house, through the kitchen, out into the barn. They have a face-off in the yard, and finally, it, like, you know, acquiesces and, like, leaks into her light catcher, and she says this... Um, I guess, chant, prayer. I wish uh, I may, I wish I might be forever the keeper of my brother's light. And she lets uh, it go. And um, it, you know, it lands up in the sky and is the brightest light. And there it remains day after day, night after night, the the, bright, the brightest light I've ever, ever been lucky enough to catch. And it's and your brother. I just, for me, um, it just, just the soul shine, you know, and how powerful our souls mm-hmm. are. And like you were saying earlier, just being an advocate, anybody who's an advocate for anyone can relate to this story and mm-hmm. just, simple thing like you were saying sharing the story and awareness right just that and like and i think of my own family or my friends and i mean how much you love people and it's so hard to it's so hard to show them sometimes you mm-hmm. know and you do the day-to-day and all that stuff but like if we all could if we all could mm-hmm. just like for your son right, right. for joe you want to take <laughs> you want to take <laughs> their rabbit and just show it like this is how you feel about yeah. your kids right that's yeah. like look at this. This is beautiful. Like, this it. is beautiful, you know? And when I spoke with this little girl, I mean, that is how she feels about her brother. Oh my God. She is, she will stop at nothing to let the world know that he is the absolute most wonderful, amazing gift from God for mm-hmm. the world. Like 
But I feel like we all like inside of you, you feel that way about someone. Mm -hmm. Like, I wish I could make you into a star and just bottle your your soul (laughs) shine and let it shine. Shoot it up. Yeah, it's so, powerful. So that's a favorite. That's a favorite. Oh my God. I like, I cannot, I don't think my body can really handle this many goosebumps. That's where I'm at <laughs> right now. I just these, can't. These, we're not even doing anything. We feel like it's sort of out of body. It's these kids. It's, it's yeah. these kids. Well, but you're the, you're the light catcher for them though. You get that, oh. right? I like oh. that. You are. I you're the soul. No, I'm crying. You're soul shiners. You're soul. You're you're soul. You're showing their soul shine. That's your job. You're like soul. We'll have to come up with a better word for that, but there is something in there. That's really that. sweet, Jane. I mean, that <laughs> is. You, you are exactly Addison's for all these kids. Exactly. Oh. <laughs> you need to use that. <laughs> you totally need to use that when you market your books because. These kind of stories are the ones that will, like, they'll they'll get in kids' hearts and they'll carry them with them, and that is how they will see all the other kids they encounter. You know what that's, I mean? That's, that's the, the whole hope. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I, I mean, it's even a our, little bit our, of kindness. Our kids, yeah. the greatest test kitchen is yes. our kids. You know, <laughs> right. those little nuggets. My, my daughter May, and they're so excited. But what's been, you know, a, a secret joy of of mine, ours mm-hmm. is our own children. Yeah. Mom, who's, who's that boy? Yeah. Well, he's a boy from the Philippines, Maine. What's he doing? He started an entire animal shelter. Such a cool and story. And saves like thousands of animals. Oh a year. He was nine. nine. He was nine when he wow. started. Wow. And you know, she's like, I want to do that. Yeah. Like, do it. Go you know, for but it. they, they're seeing and hearing these kids and they see themselves and they're just like, I love bunnies. Yes, I can do that. <laughs> I love a bunny. Right. <laughs> you know, but, um, that's the hope is, is like, they just see and hear themselves inside these stories. Mm-hmm. And Makes Addison, sense. the light catcher, it could be your best friend. Your you know, it could it right. just could be the simplest thing. And then you you read the bio, and it's like, oh, this is a sister with a brother who has Down syndrome. Right. It makes it even more special. But it's it's for everyone because and you hope that little kindness is contagious. You yeah. know that it just yeah. keeps. Well, you go. look at okay, look at this. Right, Wonder Woman came out what this summer. Totally yeah. love the movie. I don't know if you if you ladies saw it, but I loved it. I was just I didn't like, see it, but I love it. I didn't see yeah. it. Well, I loved I loved it because um, they showed her. She was uh, had such a pure mind about humanity. She was so mm-hmm. pure about the greatness of humanity. Like she didn't see good and evil in the world, you know. And then she was also a super bad, badass, you know. Yeah. Like she, <laughs> and she's but, hot. And she's hot. And she's hot. She I mean, in a good way though. She was like her. she was tough, not like mean, but you know, she yeah. could hold her own. You know, right. so wrong. Yeah. But what I love about this is when you look at it, like, you know, after that came out, everybody, all the little girls or, you know, whatever kids wanted to be Wonder Woman for Halloween. Yeah. And everybody was getting their bracelets, you know, and going around and doing this thing. Imagine if these books are so powerful for kids that they want to be dressed up like Addison and they want to be dressed up like <laughs> You get it. You get what we're trying to do. Exactly. We, that's, that's a, they're the superheroes. They're they the, are they're the, the superheroes. They're, the they're relatable. They're the relatable yes. superheroes. They, they're not Amazon women in a different exactly. time. They are here and now, and they are superheroes every day. And, so, you know, and kids yeah. have, like we were talking about with Wonder Woman, or with her open mind. I mean, kids, there is this point in which they just, they're so open and they're mm-hmm. so non-judgmental. And you just, I want that to last longer. You know, oh, yeah. at, at what point you always question where, 
more judgment or insecurities come in and to just bottle their spirit at this time when they're so open, you know? And oh, I, I just love what you're doing. Like, I'm like, how can I help? How can I help? How can I help? Oh, you know? Well, this is helping. <laughs> and I love yeah. what you're doing. You're right. doing the same thing. Right. Though, it's like, different, you know, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sharing stories. But like, you think about it. So what you just said is like when they lose that thing. So mm-hmm. uh, I was the volunteer. I went on the, like the camp out trip in sixth, sixth grade with Joe's class, which involves this epic hike at Devil's, Devil's Lake that everyone told me oh, was really hard. Is- it was so hard. I mean, yeah, that's that's I'm like, what happened here? So, um, but they have, so they have cabins and the parents stay in the cabins with the kids. Well, I have a son, so, you know, I couldn't stay in with his, with those kids, obviously. So I had sort of what I, what I call in the most endearing way, because the Misfit Island was one of my favorite stories, you know, the back in the day. Okay. We love the Misfit Island. I know. We the Misfit Toys. I know. Exactly. Yes. We belong there. That's why we say it. Yes. Me we as well. Me as well. So I yeah. had I had the cabin of the Misfit Girls because the girls <laughs> whose moms didn't come and weren't invited to the girls whose moms came cabins. Uh-huh. Right? So those girls. And they were all like, there was eight girls in the cabin and they were all, um, you know, there were, they weren't all a click together. They were all sort of like, you know, one offs or on the fringe of the other groups, whatever, you know, you had the one who was trying so hard to get in the popular group and just wished he was in the cabin a with that group. And then you had the one who pretty much didn't want anyone talking to her the whole time. But my point with this long, long story is that, um, that's where it happens. That's where they lose that wonder. And we need to try to find in middle school to stop that. Like that's, if I could stop that, if we could stop that 10 to 12 year old thing that happens where all of a sudden all that light gets drained out of them, myself included, it took me a heck of a long time to get it all back. It was a long journey. I'm still in the process of unlearning, right? right? If you will, all those things that we think we're supposed to do or have with you or the insecurities or the the inner monologue you were taught, like the little gremlins and all that stuff that it's a constant battle of unlearning the stuff we picked up at that one, that one moment. And that's the key to empathy. I believe is the sharing of stories and Mm -hmm. opening oneself up because you don't know. You don't. And people stop asking. I think we get afraid of asking too sometimes. Or we make assumptions. We make assumptions. Well, that person, like, I remember, okay, I'm a little bit outgoing, even though I'm sort of an introvert, I'm an extroverted introvert. So Mm -hmm. I'm a little bit outgoing. So I don't understand when people don't talk. Mm -hmm. I thought that meant they were stuck up when I was, you know, in school. I'd like, well, they're just stuck up. Well, I didn't realize that maybe they're just a little bit shy. I didn't understand. And uh, (laughs) what shyness means, like what they have to overcome just to get into the mix of a conversation. Or to walk in the building sometimes, you know, and I can relate to the nerves and the anxiety and being told you're something because you're shy. You know, it is misread. Yeah. No, and and it is that simple understanding. And my husband and I were just having a conversation. Our son and daughter couldn't be more one extroverted, one (laughs) introverted. And they come home from school and our daughter is jazzed. She's like, you know, filled up everything Uh from the day and is like, yeah. And then our son is like, don't talk to me. I've got to go just, I just had to put it on for eight hours. I can't even look at you, mom and dad. And don't ask me how my day was because it's tiring. Um, But yeah, just sharing that simple awareness and understanding. And we have a little story, Jack in the Bath, that's yeah. kind of about the introverted personality oh. that's in process right yeah. now, too, um, who just is always kind of in the background, just 
yeah sort of doing his thing and dreaming dreaming and being mm. and just needs that time to step away and you know decompress and then rejuvenate however <laughs> one thing we um we've thought about when you mm -hmm. say like how do how do you how do you stretch that out and make that something that's universal that lasts I don't think you uh, need that. a long time do i need this no i don't, I don't, I don't think you need that right. just, okay. um <laughs> But we, we wanted to change, or, or we're thinking of focusing an entire series on adults. Mm -hmm. um, so it's the same exact thing, mm -hmm. same exact thing. But like you had said, Jane, it's like, where does that, that flame go out? And kind of, like, if we could sit with them and get that light back and spark it. And like, what was the what? You know, mm -hmm. what was the what inside of you? Let's find it. Let's talk about it. Um, I don't know, and just have those conversations and see what kind of stories come out. Mm -hmm. um, same aesthetic, same thing. You're reading the story, and then maybe you think it's a seven-year-old girl, but it's a 90-year-old lady. <gasps> oh, I love that. Yeah. Right? I and it's love that. the same way. Yeah. And like, ha, ha, yeah. Gotcha. Ha, ha. We're yeah. all children. Making moonshine. Ha, ha. Somewhere. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, did but, you just um, listen to my last episode? Is that why you said that? Because no. uh, Shannon from last week, she uh, was she she's a distiller. <laughs> That's hysterical. Yeah, and when she was like six years old, back on her grandpa's farm, he would have her out in the woods watching the still while he had to go back in and do more work. And so, at like six years old, she was learning how to do <laughs> distilling. Yeah. No, I didn't. I just yeah. I pulled That's that from. I used to work with elderly in the art therapy pop. Um, that was one of the populations I worked with. And every now and again, it was a common theme about the moonshine. And it would come up, you know, in a few storytelling sessions. And then, and then booze. Yeah. Booze is always good. So do you, do you always meet the kids in person to collect their story? No, and I wish I could. Like, oh, with, okay. You know, there's a there's a the boy uh, Ken Ken the keeper. Mm -hmm. He's in the Philippines. You can oh. find him on Instagram at yep. Happy Animals Club. Yep. Okay. It's his that's his no kill animal shelter. You will love it, Jane. He okay. so he posts videos every day. Um, there's a dog they just fixed up right now. They amputated his leg and they're keeping up with his story. But you can adapt these animals. You can donate to help save their lives. Feed them. It's just it's called the Happy Animals Club. It's a I mean, it's, it's the coolest thing ever. So it's happy no, animals. No kill shelter in the Philippines that he started. At <laughs> nine. At nine. At nine. Nine. He yeah. is the coolest kid. And doesn't even know it. You know, it's just it's just what he does. It's, it's just, he loves it. Like it's his soul, his passion. No um, ego. No ego. But like yeah. can you imagine knowing that when you were nine? Can you imagine knowing right. your passion when you were nine? And then and, being like, and sticking it. with it. And sticking with it. Keep yeah. going. Yeah. But he um like when you say, have you ever met them in person? No, but that would be a dream. Yeah. We dream mm -hmm. of like one day, like these 16 books come or 578, however many. Yeah, or 79, right? something like that. But something yeah, like <laughs> and have all the kids with us. In a room. Um, you know, and just. Um, and, and yeah, everyone. that's but, a dream. Yeah, like part of the, what we hope is, you know, once these books comes out, come out. Mm, that was great. These books comes out. <laughs> that. When we go to the classrooms, the classroom. maybe we could Skype with Ken. Yeah, maybe the kids in the classroom there talking about animals. And they can animals. meet Ken, yeah, see his animals live. Science, science and love and art and all of Joy. Oh, you guys. Funny. What's the word? What? I don't know. Amalgamation. There it is. You're welcome. The Alchemy. I mispronounced everything. everything. <laughs> it's in there. Like, see, she's the words lady. How do, do you even? How do you even sleep at night? Because... 
like this is so exciting to me. I just want to be like in it. I'm like I every every single ah, thing. How do you I sleep, especially the, when there's two of you? Like most of the well, time, I'm in my own head. So yeah, if there were an, like when I meet with Channy, it's like that. It's like oh, okay, okay, what are we gonna do in the next hour? And then yeah. and then it's like a week, and then we okay. So um, I don't know do. how I would do it if I had another person. I would never sleep. I hardly want to sleep now. Wow. So what we do, I think we're a good match. Yeah, we, we are the yin and the yang for sure. Okay. We are the yin and the yang because I'm very, um, as much as I'm great, You're very, very structured, structured. And you I, make a schedule. I have I, to make oh. a schedule. I have to have a list. Schedules so. make me sweaty. But I know we need, <laughs> we need schedules. All my family and friends know it too. They like to see me squirm when a schedule. Yeah. I'm like, don't give me two days out. It just, no. I'm like, this is, this is what we're doing. Hour by hour. Here's A, here's the outline. Yeah. Ooh. Here's what we're going to do this week. So I'll see. I'm sweating thinking about it. We have, but I really appreciate that. You're welcome. Yeah. I, we need need a cor- I need a Courtney. Anyone, anyone listening, <laughs> I need a Courtney. Okay. Everybody needs a Courtney. Right. Yeah. Right. But you can't have her. Sorry, Corky. You know, I'm a little selfish when it comes to this. <laughs> Just, you know, yeah. I have control issues. I have to have it all structured <laughs> out. I have it all structured out. So we, we compliment each other because. You know, uh, I'll put together a list and we'll go through. I mean, we have huge, huge dreams, right? Oh, yeah. For what we imagine this could be. We imagine a store. We imagine a Nat and Corky store, right? Yeah. Oh. It's like American Doll meets Shel Stilverson meets Tim Burton meets Sh- Schultz. 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 Oh, Schultz. peanuts. Yeah. And you go into the store <laughs> and let's say each season, it's changed out with sweaty. different kids. You know, you could go into that little section of Ken the Keeper's place and get the slots. Get a, get a sloth, get mm-hmm. a bunny, get a bear. Roly polies. Roly polies. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think we balance each other out. Um, and so I mean, does life. I mean, it's yeah. as exciting as this process is, it's the most humbling yeah. thing in the world because we have all these ideas and we're like, how do you not get it? <laughs> what? Who's not? Boom. No. Our, our list of no's, <laughs> of no's before we got a publishing kind con- I mean it's it's crazy and yeah. and you when you believe in something so much and you just feel the world could benefit from it it's very humbling it and, and to just pick yourself up every day and just keep fighting it for nothing and I say I mean nose to me yeah. I don't I don't care about nose see I get bring us closer to a yes every time we get a right. like, exactly that, you know, that's not our guy that's not our girl they don't get it we wouldn't want to be with them they don't get <laughs> right. it right see, she's good for me because so I gotta keep going yeah. forward yeah but we tell the kids that we meet in the classrooms, like, listen, you guys, mm-hmm. we are uh, going after this. Mm-hmm. We are here right Not now. Not sure where we're going, books coming. but it's happening. Books well, are coming well, now. Yeah. I think Courtney knows where you're going. Where you're yeah. <laughs> She's got it scheduled. I'll just show up, maybe. A little disheveled. Yeah, a little, a little messed up and sweaty. But well, I guess I'll, I'll be there. That list gets edited often. Yes, it does. <laughs> it does. In fact, yeah. Let's Let's take that off the list. That was a, yeah. Mm -hmm. My sister laughed because we joke that (laughs) it's not even, it's not actually funny. Severely directionally challenged. Yeah, we don't know what's. When we have to get in a car My car car says north and I still go the wrong way. Oh, oh, that? Me too. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I I wouldn't be able to live without GPS. Like I can't go anywhere. Yeah. So I'm our navigator and it's not okay because (laughs) I am not, we are not. We shouldn't be navigating together. But you get us there. I know. It's remarkable. It's unbelievable. It's we'll like hours of research because, we're going 15 minutes. But you seem so confident. And I'm like, that. Courtney says we have to go there. because I have I'll follow you. Because I have coffee. Well, I follow you. 
<laughs> but my sister's like, wait, 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 wait. You're driving? I'm like, yeah, Natalie is not good at it, Kelly. She's like, I always tell Courtney, uh-huh. whenever you want to feel better about yourself, just think of me in most situations. No. And then I mean, <laughs> just driving. Now, no, we, yeah. No. So I can already completely see the two of you on Ellen, if that hasn't crossed your mind yet. Oh, I mean. You're just getting it. <laughs> I hope I get rid of the zit by the well, time. Well, I bit my lip on the I have a something. <laughs> um, yeah, if you we, could get rid of that for the next conversation. I'm <laughs> looking at it. And it's just, yeah, it's just nothing there. I can see. Oh, talk. Like, seriously, though, you should send one of your, you should send, you know, you can send stuff into Ellen. You can go in there. You need to send it in. You need to get this in there because seriously, she would eat it up and then you'd be on your way. A hundred percent. All, all, all the gates would be out of the, all the. That's our hope. It's like there, we, and we, we have, we're like, oh God, it would be so great. Um, But I always say like, can't boil the ocean in one day. So we're taking little baby stuff, but yeah. It yes. is hard though. Don't you just want to run so fast? That's what I want to do. I want to run sprint. so but fast. But again, like you talked yeah. about with the universe and life, it does it as a way of sticking its foot out and tripping you on your face. When right. you're hooked into your backpack. <laughs> yeah, when you're hooked into your backpack, feel it all then. Right. And then it's over. But so we just keep picking ourselves back up and just try to find and forge right. the path that gets us to the place where we can be the best advocates for these children mm-hmm. and share the stories and hope people yeah. get it. It's it's literally our dream to like hang out in an office with a window. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, we yeah. We should um, out of the basement. Out of, a cubicle. Out of the basement. Absolutely. And no cubicle. Just, no cubicle. To do this for a living. To right. do this for a living. To to be able to go to the actually go to the Philippines. Right. And talk to Ken. Oh. Or go somewhere and talk to these kids. I'll get a little just, sweaty before the plane flight, but I'll go. Fine. There's the <laughs> okay. I'll follow. So, <laughs> they serve alcohol on the plane typically. So. Oh, right. A little um, sparkling rosé. Yeah. yeah. So that's yeah. I mean, big dreams. Yeah. Big uh, dreams. I think, I mean, I, I guess I can't speak for the universe, but I will. Like, I think you're on your way and it's, I'm absolutely in love with the two of you. Like, I just love you. We you love I mean? you. I like, it's your birthday today, Jamie. It is your birthday. birthday. I know. We told her we okay. Happy birthday, birthday to you. Good. Happy That's birthday. Good. You said you Oh, happy birthday. Dear Jane. <laughs> happy birthday. Happy birthday. To you. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, yep. It's my birthday today. It's my birthday. But I told you guys at the beginning when we got on the call and you were like, what are you doing this on your birthday? I'm like, Yes. My soul and my heart are so full right now of love and joy uh-huh. that like that's the best gift. I mean that is that's really I love having these conversations. It's such a gift. <sighs> yeah, <laughs> we should be hugs. I know. To oh. I want to hold you. I know. Yeah. Same here. Like You're we so- uh, we're gonna have to do this thing this weekend when I'm in Milwaukee. We have to connect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's you gonna happen. That's fancy. That's yeah. fancy. Okay. <laughs> I love the Fister though. Little doors, yeah. little doors, lots of fancy things. Yeah. Yes. They have little doors, the room. I mean, because people were smaller back then, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Feet, just, too. All those vintage shoes. It's like, you know, I feel like Dora, Drizella. <laughs> I shove my feel like a beast. <laughs> <laughs> stop it. So, um, so oh, I, I, I don't want to stop talking, but I know that that it has to come to an end at some point. I just want to keep talking all day. Um, so, uh, okay. What was my question here? Um, when you're not doing Nat and Corky, 
what are some other things you love to do just to get a little more flavor of the two of you ladies the two of you girls like I like saying girls but there's been this big movement about that's the wrong thing to say for adult women so I'm trying to but I don't I think be called a girl a woman a lady a friend yeah. I don't I don't care that's fine. Just I like calling a girl I think girl makes me feel it reminds me of the girl in me yeah you know what I mean I like that I- I like being a girl. Yeah. yeah. Me too. I do too. It makes me feel fresh. Like I don't have so many wrinkles in there. Oh, man. Did you no. ever not? Sorry, those are called life. Life. Did you ever life. not want to be like, I, w- I was saying one of my sons, I have sons and one of them said when they were really young, don't you wish you were a boy? I'm like, not ever. No, mm-hmm. only to be outside. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, exactly. Yeah. That is really. No, that's I, true. I that love, is true. I love being a woman. That like, squatting thing is a real hang. <laughs> What's your other son's name? You have Joe and then. And Sam. Sam. Okay. Yeah. So Sam's yeah. 23 and Joe just turned 16 and they are completely opposite. Yeah. Sam is like super agile. Like he can, he would be climbing on the island when he was like a one and a half or two and jumping off and he's fine. Now he's starting a stunt motorcycle business. So he's, Oh, that's rad. He's totally cool. He's so cool. He's, and then Joe is, uh, just like, so Sam couldn't hear as well cause he had a lot of ear infections. So his hearing uh-huh. was lower, but his vision was 2015. So he had above like normal vision. And wow. uh, and then Joe can hyper hear because his vision was compromised, so his hearing de- overdeveloped. Oh. So like together, they're like this like cool Super duo. Cow. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you two, yeah. you each have kids, right? How many? You have two, Natalie, two, a boy and a girl. And what about you, Courtney? A boy and a girl. A boy <laughs> and a girl. Oh, what are their ages, your kids? My daughter is in the fourth grade, and my son is in first. Okay. And my son is in fifth grade, and my daughter is in third. Oh, so you yeah. haven't even hit the middle school. You're going to solve no, this before they hit No, I don't even want their... to think about it. Yeah. I got a couple yeah. zits coming on the nose. My son does. I'm <laughs> yeah. like, here we go with Here it goes. Stuff. Well, he here won't be as emotional. The day. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> My daughter is all feist already. She's like pint-sized, but oh, she's awesome. Feisty and energetic and oh, it's going to be great. She's great. She's great. I'll just be under the table drinking <laughs> red wine. I'll be right there with you. Okay. Know, you know, the funnest thing, and since my kids are a little uh, further along than you than yours are, it's like so amazing watching them becoming who they are, you know? And my like I felt like my job was really to just give them the space to be that. And I wasn't as good at it as it when they were younger and I was still especially Sam, trying to like fit in and all that. And then all of a sudden I'm like, Well, that's stupid. No more trying to fit in. And now I'm just like, be you. Just go be. Right. You know, whatever yeah. it is you're going to be. And and that's what you're showing in your books all the time. Oh. Is letting kids be who they are, which is such a gift. Well, yeah, it's my greatest ambition for my kids is for them to be exactly who they're supposed to be. Go find yourself and yeah. share it. Go. Yeah, and it is. It's hard, that balance of how much do I control? How much do I parent? How much do I let it just go? How and much I do I drink? Yeah, yes. <laughs> coffee, the slow transition into wine. Wine. Back at coffee. Wine at four. It's just every day. It's a 24-hour cycle, right? It, I mean, it's wine, a lovely one. Water yeah. in between. <laughs> Gotta flush it out. Gotta keep hydrated, uh, all that caffeine right, and wine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's tell people where they can find the two of you so they can see all these magic stories. What are the best? On Instagram, right? And you have a website. What are those? Yes. So on Instagram, at Nat, G-N-A-T, and A-N-D, Corky, C-U-R-K-Y, Corky. 
Um, on the Facebook. The I call it, she the, calls it the Facebook. The, face, the book. Because I've been on there one year. One year, and she was a You are killing it. You are really, really good. Is it? It's at Nat and Corky on, yeah. on the Facebook. Yeah, and then there's the Twitter. The Twitter, which I know nothing about. Tweet. I don't know tweeting. So I've been tweeting. Tweets. Whatever, whatever. I don't know. It's. I mean, you can find us on Twitter. We're not really sure. We're well, doing you're funny on there. I'm on Twitter. I think yeah. it's under me at Corky. I Ryder. have an account. I don't know what to do. <laughs> So at Corky Writer. I'm we just won't even put that down. I, I wouldn't even know. <laughs> oh, so you can find us there. And then we have a website where um, parents, if you know an awesome kid, guardians, you know an awesome kid, you can go to our website. It's www.natandcorky.com. Mm-hmm. And G- that's a G N A T and Corky. Yep. G N A T and Corky. Yeah, and like the little a little annoying bug. Um, <laughs> you click on the blue button. And then all the questions will come up. Answer those questions, and then we should we put that button through. On. I just put the button. You were really on. proud of that button. You're that welcome. was a great button. But um, <laughs> you surf through and fill out the questions, and um, then then from there we kind of we wait not kind of we, we just sift mm-hmm. through, and then pick. And it's really hard. It's very hard. I was just gonna it. ask that. How do you? Pick? I have a real problem. I just have a real problem with all all of it because I want to tell. It's, I mean. You go and you take the time to fill this thing like out with a your favorite kid, kid. You can. and then you the kids are filling it out. So I really do think we need to start like just putting up everybody's answers because it's the cute the mm-hmm. the answers uh, the answers are fun are the cutest so things fun. I've ever read. They're brilliant, yeah, brilliant things. Maybe and, there's a book in that. Mm-hmm. Just, right? the just, just the answers, the yeah. answers. Like um, after your first four come out, wow. then yeah. put a book together of all yeah. the answers and. Let them get their picture in the book, and that would make them feel pretty special, too. Right? You and know? Yeah. I just, you know, I feel, I always feel bad. I'm like, oh, I feel so bad. But then we don't, because then it. we, it's shelved. It's, it's, I know. I, I know. mean, you need, you need work, and we have yeah a plethora a lot to how pick from. How many do you get? Like, how many, how many do you get in a week or a month? It, you know, it ebbs and flows. It does. I mean, when we post up, hey. You can submit, then we'll uh, get a bunch. Right. Uh, okay. Instagram. I don't know if you mentioned we have an Instagram account mm-hmm. too. That's a good. People have found us through there and sort of ask questions and. Yeah, but yeah. I would say like on average, maybe like fifteen to twenty per month. Okay. Um, That's a lot because when you're, tra- you're you've got sixteen stories out, right, that you're ready with, and I mean there've been so many submissions, yeah. and I do. We I feel bad. I feel bad. Yeah. I just feel bad because I wish. I don't know, every kid, I feel every single kid is so, I mean, just think of yourself. Like right. when you were little, imagine that somebody was writing a story. Oh, and they, you. and they, and the thing I think that's so heartbreaking is they took the time. They right. did. They to that website. They, did. they sat with their adults and filled right. those questions out. And it is, but we just try to fill them up with the hope that we want to honor your story too. Okay, we'll wrap it here. I, again, I'm just absolutely in love with you and what the work that you do. I just can't even like contain it. So. Thank you, you so much for lovely. coming. We're in love with you, Gina. <laughs> I'm excited about your son, Joel. Mm-hmm. I'm just excited okay. that we live close because we'll get to see each other, you know? Yes. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. And then maybe you can come to with me to the Isle of Man because that's my first place I want to go, which mm-hmm. is over by the UK. And then I'll go with you to the Philippines and collect stories. <gasps> okay. That's a journey, a journey yeah. we need to take. I know. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much. Thank, thank you, you so much. for letting us share. Absolutely. I can't wait. And the books come out in the first of the year sometime, right? Yeah, for 2018. 2018. So we'll, so we'll be, be watching for them. Pushing that. Okay. We're pushing the product. All right. All right. Thanks so much. Bye. Thank you. 
Okay, every time I go back and listen, I fall in love with them all over again. I'm not even kidding you. So first of all, we were on video. I think that definitely amped up the I love you guys so much kind of thing. But also the magic of it. I mean, you take Courtney's writing skills and her talent of interviewing these kids and Natalie's painting and drawing skills and the imagination, the things that come out of her head and the kids and their stories. And you put that all together and the alchemy of that are stories and lessons for all of us. I guess the thing that I took away most from this conversation is, well, first of all, how much, wow, we need to definitely lean into our talents. When we do that, that's when this happens. That's when the magic happens. That's when what we create is bigger than we can imagine. And I wish them all the best, and I can't wait to be the very first customer in the Nat and Corky store. Thanks for listening, everyone. So, are you following your passion, inspiring people, and willing to share your story? Then find me, because that's what I do. And remember, keep up with all the news by visiting glisteningparticles.com and signing up for the newsletter where you'll get the inside scoop on where I'll be wandering next, some guest updates, and the latest random acquaintance story. For up-to-the-moment shenanigans, follow the show on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And if you see me post from down the road at your local diner, be sure to drop everything and come say hi, because I love to meet the listeners. Until next time, keep shining. Keep shining.